welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is December 16th, 2021, and I'm your host, William Harris, aka William is Bill. Great to be back with you today. We are going to cover Wednesday's a huge, incredible 11-game slate. Uh, first, before we get into that, I'm going to go over Tuesday's standout performances. There was only three games. One was postponed due to COVID protocol. I mean, teams are being you know, bombarded by COVID right now. It's kind of outrageous. And <clears throat> hopefully the NBA can get that under control. But on Tuesday, Miles McBride got some minutes for the Knicks, ended up with eight points, four rebounds. Scotty Barnes had the huge performance with 23 points, 12 rebounds, five assists, just killing it as usual. Dayron Sharp got in the game because the Nets were the team that was really devastated by COVID. He really has not been playing much all year, but he finally got some minutes and ended up with seven points, seven rebounds. Same for David Duke with a big double-double, 10 points, 13 rebounds, and two steals. Kessler Edwards was the star of the Nets, surprisingly, with 17 points, 10 rebounds, and two steals. He is super talented, and, you know, he just needed opportunity, and it did not seem like that was going to come with the Nets this year because they are so loaded with talent, and he was a mid-second-round pick. But this game, you know, it was a series of unfortunate events for the Nets, but that allowed three rookies to perform and show what they could do. And Kessler Edwards took full advantage of that <laughs> on Tuesday. It was great to see. Uh, the, the, another surprise, you could say, is Cam Thomas, who we all expected to be the breakout star, only had four points. So <clears throat> that was a bit of a surprise. But, you know, he's been playing well all season. In his limited minutes, I don't know what happened that game, but you can look at it more as of a fluke, but <clears throat> it still was great to see David Duke and Kessler Edwards perform great. Now, for Wednesday slate, let's get straight to it like there's nothing to it. Had a ton of games, ton of excitement, and here we go with the first game. The Sacramento Kings defeated the Washington Wizards 119 to 105 for the Wizards. I have no news for you <laughs> because Corey Kispert back to being a DNP. He was playing, then he was DNP, then he was back playing. Now he's back to DNP. So the Wizards are still trying to figure out their lineups. You know, Kyle Kuzma was out for a little bit with COVID protocols. And now he's back. So <clears throat> it looked like that directly affected Corey Kispert in this game. Kuzma played a second most amount of minutes in this game. So uh, I don't know the future holds for Corey Kisper, but it's going to take some injuries or absences for him to get some big minutes for this team. For the Sacramento Kings, of course, we have Davion Mitchell. He played 29 minutes, finished with 13 points and five assists and one block, uh, and he started. That was the big news in this game. Uh, <clears throat> they said he started over Chemezi Metu, but, you know, it's still, it's rare that they're using him in the starting lineup. It's weird what's going on with Buddy Heald. You know, he's he played 29 minutes, but he's coming off the bench. Um, so they went with the smaller lineup of De'Aaron Fox, Davion Mitchell, and Tyrese Halliburton. And they ended up winning the game by 14. So this is potentially <laughs> something they could stick with. And that's only good news for Davion Mitchell. 
A lot of people were concerned during the draft. Why did they draft Davion Mitchell? That's three small guards. That's not going to work. It worked in this game. So we'll see what happens. <clears throat> Next, we have the Memphis Grizzlies defeated the Portland Trailblazers 113 to 103. And this one is going to be really quick because the Grizzlies play no rookies in this one. And the Trailblazers, guess what? Played no rookies in this one. So this was a good game, but not for rookies. Next game, it's going to kind of be similar. <laughs> the Utah Jazz defeated the LA Clippers 124 to 103. But I will say, Brandon Boston did play 16 minutes, so that was something. But he did not shoot the ball well at all, only went one for five from the field. And that one was a two-point shot. The other four misses where he was 0 for 4 were three-pointers. So that's um, unfortunate. I'm sure he didn't expect that. But, you know, in 16 minutes, he got those shots up, but they just did not fall for him. And he finished with four points and three rebounds. Good news, in a way, is Keon Johnson got in the game. You know, he's been with the G League a lot and getting a lot of DMPs. <clears throat> so he got in the game, only played four minutes, but finished with three points. And I will say, as far as G League performances, Keon Johnson did have a breakout performance um, with the Clippers G League team. He finished with 27 points, eight assists, and four steals in that G League game against the Lakers G League squad so that is probably what got him some minutes for and you know called back up to the real Clippers and got him some minutes in this game but he's really not getting anywhere near the minutes Brandon Boston is getting even though he was drafted 30 plus picks ahead of him so it looks like they're trying to develop him the right way you know do it slowly and you know let him gain his confidence and you know Put him in there when he's ready. <laughs> for the Jazz, we have no rookies in this one. Unfortunately, we're all waiting for Jared Butler to get some big minutes, but today is not the day. <clears throat> Next game, we have the Minnesota Timberwolves defeated the Denver Nuggets, 124-107. to For the Timberwolves, we have Leandro Balmero. He only played two minutes. And he had no points. And honestly, he played really well in the G League. And he's been getting a lot of minutes. And, you know, not really deserving to get minutes on the actual uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. It was a game he started. No production. Game he was getting 15 to 20 minutes. No production. Now he's only getting two minutes in this game. They really need to send him back to the G League so he can get that confidence up get, uh, you know, his stride, get get back in stride, you know, because he has not played well in a while for the Minnesota Timberwolves. And if he's getting two minutes, he's better of use for them to be developing in the G League, in my opinion. And for the Denver Nuggets, Bones Holland was out with an undisclosed reason. So hopefully everything is okay. He had already been out with COVID a couple weeks ago. So this may have been something personal or just an injury that they did not want to disclose yet. So I don't know, but we'll keep you updated if more information comes out. Next game, we had the New Orleans Pelicans defeated the Oklahoma City Thunder, 113-110. to Herb Jones started once again, big 33 minutes, finished with eight points, two rebounds, two assists, and one block. 
good to see. Um, you know, the last few games, Herb Jones kind of was dipping in production, dipped down a little bit, and a little like Nikhil Alexander Walker's production was trending up. And so it was looking like Nikhil Alexander Walker would probably take that starting role back from Herb Jones, but in this game, that proved to be not the case. Um, Nikhil Alexander Walker played 22 minutes, Herb Jones 33. So looks like he has that starting spot on lock for now. <clears throat> and, you know, that's good to see for our rookie. We just want to see him get, um, you know, just his stats to continue to improve throughout the season. He did foul out in this game too, uh, but that's what he's there for, defense and to pester the defenders. And apparently he did that to Aaron Wiggins. <laughs> so for the Thunder, Aaron Wiggins did start surprisingly, played 23 minutes, only finished with four points and two rebounds. And you can go ahead and attribute that, like I said, to Herb Jones. <clears throat> it was good to see Aaron Wiggins get the start, but I'm sure he would have rather played anyone else other than Herb Jones. <laughs> but for the good news for the Thunder, Josh Giddy played a huge 37 minutes, went 8 for 18 from the field. That's rare for him. And <laughs> in a good way, finished with 17 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists, and 1 steal. That is incredible. He is one of the top two rookies of the night. <laughs> so we, we'll get to the other one later. But it's great to see a great performance by Josh Giddy all around. He only shot bad from the three-point range. Other than that, perfect game. Great, great, great job. Jeremiah Robinson Earl in 26 minutes finished with six points and five rebounds. So nothing really to note there. Trey Mann did play a big 23 minutes, shot 50% from the field, finished with nine points, two rebounds, four assists, and one steal. And it's very good to see him getting minutes because earlier in the season, he was not until his breakout performance in the G League. Now he's becoming a consistent rotational piece for the Thunder. Great, great, great to see. Next game, the Milwaukee Bucks defeated the Indiana Pacers 114-99. to for the Pacers, Chris Duarte finished with 10 points and three rebounds and one block in 26 minutes. You want to see more points than that? We're used to more points from that when Chris Duarte starts. But, you know, he had the least amount of field goal attempts from all the starters. So, you know, he's still playing a role right now. And that's why, you know, we've heard talks that the Pacers might be in talks trading some of their players, possibly to get Duarte more shots. He's a rookie, you know, he's not trying to step on any toes right now. So they'll have to trade someone to get him more shots, apparently. But we'll see how that goes. And Isaiah Jackson did get in the game for three minutes, had two points and two rebounds. And they they definitely want to see more from Isaiah Jackson, but there's a log jam of centers. So we're waiting on that trade deadline for the Pacers. For the Bucks, Sandra Mamuckler's belly played 16 minutes. That's great to see. You know, DeMarcus Cousins was a DNP, says for personal reasons. So not sure how, how that's going to hold up for next game. But for this game, Sandro was able to benefit. But in the 16 minutes, only finished with three points and four rebounds, one assist, one steal. But good to see him out there. But that's all for the Bucks. Next game, and probably the game of the night, the Lakers defeated the Mavs 107-104 in a 
uh, overtime thriller. And that was partially thanks to Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves did not start, but he did play a huge 32 minutes. And not only that, hit the game winner in overtime to defeat the Mavs. And he finished with 15 points, seven rebounds, two assists, and one steal. Shot five for six from the three-point range. That was all his points for three-pointers. So going five for six from three is incredible. He lit it up. You know, this is a player that went undrafted by choice. He easily should have been, you know, anywhere between pick 20 and 40. But he was undrafted. And, you know, they said they called him. Teams were calling him, saying, you want to come to us in the second round? He said, no, I'd rather be undrafted, choose the team I get to play with, and earn my spot that way. And he has done so. And he is truly thriving. This game was his best game by far of the season with his most opportunities. And he truly gained the trust of his teammates in this one. They were calling him light skin in the, in the locker room. It was like, that's his new nickname, but they were pouring the the water and Gatorade on him because he was the hero of the night for the Lakers. So it was great, great, great to see. And you can expect more minutes from Austin Reeves in the future because Wayne Ellington started and he played 38 minutes. He's an older player, finished with nine points. I can see Austin Reeves taking that slot eventually. Uh, great, great, great performance by Austin Reeves. So if he's, you know, if you're looking at fantasy wise, especially Dynasty League, if he's out there, he's a player you want to probably go ahead and try to claim because his arrow could be pointing up after this performance. For the Mavericks, unfortunately, no rookies in this one. So nothing to say here. Next game, the Miami Heat defeated the Philadelphia 76ers, 101-96. For the Miami Heat, O'Meara at seven, played 12 minutes, finished with five points, three rebounds, four assists, and one steal. You just want to see those minutes go up and see what he truly can do uh, with a lot of minutes, but no such luck right now. And for the Sixers, after Charles Bassey's last game was so good, he got a DNP because, like we said, when Embiid is there, Bassey is there's no room for Bassey right now, unfortunately. Even though Andre Drummond played 11 minutes and had a terrible game, that's something that's going to have to change down the line with him taking his role, but not yet. Next game, we had the Hawks versus the Magic. The Hawks won 111 to 99. And normally there's no news on the Hawks' end, but they did have Sharif Cooper get in the game for three minutes only, finished with two points but he's normally not getting any minutes at all. So that's something right there. And, you know, the Hawks point guards have been pretty healthy with, you know, Trey Young, Lou Williams, DeLon Wright. If any of those guys get hurt or miss a few games, Shreve Cooper will be able to get more minutes. But until then, it's not going to be much, so we just wait and see. And Jalen Johnson was not with the team, so apparently he's still with the G League right now. For the Magic, of course, we have Franz Wagner, played 34 minutes, finished with 10.6 rebounds, two assists, and one block. Another solid game for Franz Wagner. Field goal percentage was a little down, and this one went 5 for 14, but can't hate on 10 points and six rebounds from a rookie. 
and he played, you know, he was tied for the most minutes on the Magic. So it's clearly pretty much his team right now. <laughs> Uh, for the Rockets, next game, the Cleveland Cavaliers um, blew out the Rockets, one twenty-four to eighty-nine. So in this one, but if we did have the Rookie of the Night, Alperen Sengun played twenty in twenty-eight minutes, still not thirty minutes, but still in twenty-eight minutes and seven for fourteen from the field, finished with nineteen points, eleven rebounds, five assists, two steals, and one block, and then had the Twitterverse going crazy, saying Alperen Sengun is the best player on the Rockets. He should be starting. He should be getting big minutes. And he is definitely one of the best players on the Rockets. He should be starting. And he gave you a glimpse of what he can do. And, you know, 28 minutes is not a ton. ton. But look what he did in 28 minutes. Imagine if he had 35, you know, like Franz Wagner. He got 34, you know. So, in my opinion, this player is much better than Franz Wagner. Um, hate to you know point out Franz Wagner like that but the Rockets are just not giving him the keys to the car like the Magic are with Franz Wagner and that could be a good thing it could be a bad thing we do not know yet but we do know with this game breakout performance by Sengun and you know Daniel Tice started over him and ended up with five points and six rebounds in 18 minutes Sengun 19 and 11 in 28 minutes. So it's pretty clear for the Rockets. Like, come on now. It's pretty clear. (laughs) So what are you doing here? But we will see how that rotation shakes up in the future. And Jalen Green, you know, he's still out with his uh, hamstring injury, but he should be trending toward coming back soon. And that'll shake up the lineup as well. So, but, you know, in respect to that, Josh Christopher did play 27 minutes off the bench as well. And finished with 17 points and four assists and one steal. He's another player. Uh, you know, their bench players were much better than their starters in this game. Kenya Martin Jr., David Nwaba, Alperen Sengun, Josh Christopher, pretty much all outplayed every starter in this game. So it's crazy. It's crazy. You should. This should be reversed. The roster lineup should be reversed. But anyway, Josh Christopher, great to see with those 17 points. Showed what he can do offensively, almost 50% from the field. And he only went one for four from three. So if he would have hit another three or two, it would have been a huge performance. So these two players should be getting big minutes, especially while Jalen Green is out. Kevin Porter Jr. is out. Christian Wood was out in this game too. So there was a ton of minutes for these rookies, and they still came off the bench. But they were very productive in their outing. Now, also, with Josh, uh, Christian Wood out, that allowed Usman Garuba to get in the game and get some minutes. He's been a lot of, you know, DMPs or with the G League all season. He also was one of their first-round picks. He ended up playing 17 minutes, had three points, four rebounds, one steal, <clears throat> one assist, and two steals. You know, he's kind of a, you know, hardworking, scrappy player not going to do much on the offensive end. He's there for defense, rebounding, but you're never going to see too many big stats from him until he develops his offensive game, which could take a long time. But it was good to see him get some minutes. I mean, it, he's a player I felt should not have been a first-round pick, and I stand by that. But they draft him in the first round, so they need to go ahead and use him, see what they have with him 
and he finally got in the game. So that's a good note. Now, we also have the Cleveland Cavaliers. You know, of course, when you have the Cavaliers, you have Evan Mobley. But we have no news from Evan Mobley in this one because he was out listed with an injury in this one. Let's see what they said was wrong with my guy. He's listed as day-to-day right now, but they said because of his hip, he did not suit up for the contest. Hopefully, that's just, um, you know, maintenance and caution, being precaution, showing precaution. Yes. <laughs> and protecting them and next game he will be back. But that's something we're gonna have to keep an eye out on because it kind of came out of nowhere because he I didn't see anything about it in a previous game. <clears throat> but get well soon, Evan Mobley, one of our favorite rookies, top three rookie of the year contender. Final game, the Charlotte Hornets defeated the San Antonio Spurs 131 to 115. And <sighs> Mason Plumlee is back. Terry Rozier is back. LaMelo is still not back. So you expected James Booknight to get more minutes, but he did not. Only finished with two minutes and only one assist. It was his only stat. So that's sad to see. Same with Scotty Lewis. They're one, of their, one of the final picks in the draft. Finished with two minutes also and one assist. Um, Kai Jones, two minutes also. No stats all around. And JT Thor was a DNP. So no news for the Hornets in this one. And that's not good for the rookies, especially because LaMelo was out. So when LaMelo comes back, it's going to be back to DNPs for James Booknight, Scotty Lewis. <clears throat> you know, it's just not good. And like I said, Mason Plumlee's back, started, played 23 minutes. So that killed JT Thor and Kai Jones opportunities as well. For the Spurs, they had Jock Landell, who played six minutes only, but finished with four points and four rebounds. That's huge in um, six minutes. So we would love to see him get a ton of minutes, but right now the Spurs are not playing the players that we want to see them play. They are 10 and 17 right now, too. So eventually, when will they turn over the keys to Josh Primo, Jock Landell, and some of their other young players? And, you know, they have Thaddeus Young, super talented veteran, just riding on the bench pretty much as well. So I expect this team to have a major shakeup in the next few weeks. Somehow, if it's not a trade, it should be something with the lineup rotation, starting lineup being changed. But right now, nothing too great with uh, <laughs> with Spurs. They're going to have to change something. I'm sure Popovich is pulling his hair out. And, you know, this could be his last year. So. Maybe they'll do something to help him out. It was talks that Ben Simmons could be, he would like to play with Popovich. So who knows? We will see. That wraps up our 11-game slate. Uh, told you it was wild. It was crazy. It was huge. <laughs> but it was a ton of fun. <clears throat> and, you know, we will come back with you next time. But first, let's go over the top rookies of the night. And that was uh, headlined by Alperen Sengun with 19 points, 11 rebounds, five assists, two steals, and one block. You won't find a much better performance than that anywhere from a rookie. Josh Christopher, his teammate, also 17 points, four assists. Josh Giddy with the huge game all around with 17 points, nine rebounds, seven assists. I mean, that just brings has to bring a smile to your face. That's just a lovely stat line right there. 
Austin Reeves with his game-winning performance of 15 points and seven rebounds. Davion Mitchell, another solid performance, 13 points, five rebounds. Franz Wagner, solid as well, 10 points, six rebounds. Chris Duarte with his 10 points and Trey Mann with his nine points and four assists. So that will wrap it up for Wednesday's huge 11-game slate. Uh, Thank you all so much for joining me on this wild, fun night of basketball. Hope you all have a great, amazing day. If you like the show, tell a friend to tell a friend. Rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. Thank you all so much, and I'm out of here. Peace.